happy week and welcome to the Mindfulness at IBM podcast. Another week, another episode. Uh, me, Pat, and a guest that we will meet uh, very shortly. But before that, uh, just uh, you know, wanted to uh, just wish a happy, merry, mindful week to everyone. Um, and uh, just saying that I'm always happy and grateful for um, all those little uh, likes or emojis on the on the reminders we have in our in our um, uh, in our channel, right? In the mindfulness uh, at IBM Share, uh, it, it makes me, you know, I know that there is somebody that is reacting to it, and uh, it makes me smiling all the time, and that's actually a cool thing, right? So in that moment, it's not only for me to remind or be more present or check in with my body and so on, uh, but I'm also, you know, smiling as many others are doing the same. Um, one interesting thing is like, you know, those reminders are those that the core team set, right? So if you would like, you have an idea or you have a particular sentence or any or quote or something we should put in our reminders, please get in touch with us, like me or Pat or the core team, uh, so we can add and update and make it more us. Uh, oh, that's for me. Pat, what, uh, what do you think? Anything from you? And in case you're listening to Leila and, and you're like, what is he talking about? If, if you're not within, <laughs> within IBM, we have this beautiful Slack workspace and we have all, all sorts of different channels for all Correct. different uh, you know, areas from quotes to stories to reminders. And we have a reminder. I, I don't know, Leila, is it every, every few hours to, <laughs> to stop, to breathe, to breathe? Every few hours, yeah, throughout the day for the various time zones. So, so it's always nice. And I, and I love also hearing from people. You know, I'm, I'm about to jump into this meeting or I'm having this tough co- conversation. I get a Slack notification that says, hey, smile, right? Or, hey, breathe. Uh, from, from my side, when it comes to news, um, it's public information that, that IBM is, um, is you know, kind of diverging and there's a, a spinoff company called Kindrel. And we are in the midst of creating a second very large mindfulness community within Kindrel. So lots of stuff happening there. If, if anyone's interested and it's not part of the team that's putting that together, do let uh, myself or, or Lele know. But with that being said, I think it's time for the, the reason why we're here for our, uh, our guest speaker. So who, who is our guest today, Pat? Today we have Marta. Marta is calling in from... Someone told me tiny soda, but I think it's Minnesota, right? (laughs) (laughs) And um, Marta, I'll let you introduce yourself, but I wanted to, before I forget, just appreciate and and grateful for the fact that you're here, that you're going to share with us your wealth of wisdom and all the great things that you've done also for the community and and really bringing it on a large scale to to IBM sellers across the world. So, So thank you so much for being here. Mike's over to you. Welcome. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Lele. I am so grateful to have this opportunity to be here. So thank you so much for the invite. Um, As you mentioned, my name is Marta Haynes and I'm located in Minnesota, USA. Um, I am part of the worldwide technology sales enablement team. And I'm just really grateful to be here today. So let's get going. Nice. Actually, one we should uh, remind that during the episode with Mari, you know, Mari actually, you know, called as well, Martha as well, like we were talking about, and also during the episode with with Paul, I think we were discussing with Mar. So, you know, you've been called a couple of times. 
So we are very happy that finally you, you, you came here. Um, so I, I think there are multiple ways how I, we, we, we could have a conversation, but, uh, and, and I'm sure that many people, uh, already saw your way to promote within actually your, your role. So in the sales enablement, uh, mindfulness is something very powerful, uh, for, for sellers in particular, right? But I would just do a one step back and say, you know, what is mindfulness for you? And how did you uh, get in touch with it, right? During your career, was it IBM? Was it before? Was you know what's what's the story? So mindfulness for me is showing up, being present to it all, but not being sucked into it all. <laughs> So in other words, it's that in mindfulness, we talk about that third person perspective. It's like, we're there, we're part, you know, we're, we're watching the movie. We're watching the drama. I love my lifetime dramas <laughs> or my crime shows. We're watching, but we are not in it. So mindfulness is about creating that space to observe what's going on in myself and perhaps if I have a reaction to what's going on in others or in teams um, or even global events. So my mindfulness journey actually started about 20 years ago um, when I was an endurance athlete and I started doing this like body flow class at my local gym, which was a combination of Tai Chi, Qigong and yoga. And I became really aware of like this, this breathing and how it impacted my ability to be in sports. From there, a lot of twists and turns in my mindfulness journey. And I've been a teacher. I actually, before going back to grad school, had my own holistic health company where I had a private book of clients that I did mindfulness with and helped them, um, you know, from a health, emotional, and physical perspective, leveraging mindfulness techniques. I was really in the walk and living it. And then I came to a point where I realized I wasn't using my full talents and I needed to make more money to financially support myself. So I went back to the corporate world, which is something I swore I would never do. And I went to grad school. Then I came to IBM. Then I got away from my mindfulness practice and, and I wasn't doing it every day. I wasn't even doing it like once a month. I think I even remember there was a specific yoga class where I was forcing myself to go to yoga because I used to love it so much and I wasn't feeling the same way for me. And I was in the yoga class, we were doing down dog, and I just had this thought, oh my gosh, this is just a bunch of weirdos sticking their butts up in the air. And I rolled up my mat <laughs> and I walked out of the yoga class. Okay, so how's that for judging mine? But it was just like this it, I'm just being very real with you. So fast forward to um, like 2020 with COVID, I was introduced to Patrick. I came to the enablement team from sales and I got pulled into the human experience of Fester. Oh my gosh. I, I was so grateful. I was almost crying every day. Never in a million years did I think I would be teaching something and doing something that I love so much within a corporate setting at IBM. So the takeaway for all of you mindfulness is a journey your practice is a journey life is the journey the challenge is taking it off your mat so to speak out into the world don't hold on or my coaching would be try not to hold on or attach to what it used to be to you at one point in life if it has become something different at this point in life fundamentally at my core mindfulness is a good thing to do
<laughs> I believe in that. I want to come back to that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for sharing the, the, the journey. So what is, uh, or, or how is Marta different if she's practicing mindfulness or if she's not practicing mindfulness? Ooh, that's, that feels like you're in some dirty laundry. So, I'm, so people who work at me as a team <laughs> know that I'm practicing mindfulness. And I can even tell you, they will give me that feedback. Oh, Marta, I can tell you just did some breathing or whatever. I think the way that they can tell is one, mm -hmm. I am using my DJ voice. Two, if a problem or conflict arises on the team, the, I use my DJ voice, but it's almost like, okay, let's just sit with that for a moment. They can tell I'm not reacting. And three, I would say I'm doing my best work when I'm doing mindfulness. I'm not running around. I'm giving other people grace because if we are mindfulness practitioners and holding space mm -hmm. for ourselves to be grounded, we are also creating a space for others to be grounded. And like, hey, we got this. We can, we can handle this together. Let's all just take a breath. When I'm not practicing, it's just crazy type A, controlling, scattered, not good. I get a little snippy. Not, not good. <laughs> Interesting. So basically, um, uh, how then you make sure to be in during your work days, right? So like you, you, you that there are both Marta existing, right? At the same time. So there is um you know the moment when you are present so mindful and then your behaviors and what you do is different and then there is you know Marta that is a bit distracted and so on so how do you manage instead to to be in the present well I'm learning as I go <laughs> I don't have this down but you know this community has given me the gift of the stop acronym acronym you know one minute just stop take a breath observe proceed this is something we can do at any point in our day. Um, two, you know, I am working on affirmations. We'll get to that in a little bit, but real quickly, if I'm going into, um, if I'm feeling insecure, I'm feeling upset or stressed out about something, I just do a quick three statement, I am affirmation. I am open. I am curious. I am safe. So whatever that is, just grounding that way. Um, and then if I need, one thing I'm really bad at right now and I'm really trying to take a break during the day. If I'm like this and, and just kind of crazy energy and going from meeting to meeting to meeting, that is not good. So do I need to rebalance my calendar? Do I need to take a five minute walk? You know, but I'm not doing, I mean, some days I do better than others, you know, as our jobs change, responsibilities change, there's more challenge, but it, it never becomes more important at those times to practice mind, to make time for practicing mindfulness. Finally, not to be too long-winded, but I think it requires a mindset shift when we just talk about health and wellness in general. We want to show up as our best selves for our employers and the tasks that we have. So, and for our families, et cetera. So taking time for mindfulness during the day is not selfish. It's actually our responsibility to do that for ourselves. So we can rejuvenate for ourselves and show up as the best version of ourselves for others. Yeah. The, the oxygen mask principle, put it on yourself before helping out others. 
and I, and I like how you're mentioning the um, the diversity of the different practices or techniques you can do to ground yourself or or to create that space. For example, if you're you know setting an intention or you're starting the day, affirmations might be the go-to. If you have an email and uh, you don't really want to get to it, maybe breathing, right? stopping and breathing. If someone's yelling at you, maybe the breath or an affirmation is not going to help. And instead, you know, feeling the whole body grounded or, or the feet on the floor could be better. So it's really about practicing, practicing, practicing in different situations. Leila, do you have another question or do you think we can... I'm ready to go with these affirmations. <laughs> But since uh, since we were talking about sales enablement, right? So I I have actually a main question about enablement as such. Maybe not sales in general, but now you 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 actually said uh, you know one that mindfulness is something good, like in itself, right? Intrinsically, something, and then actually that it makes us um, you know better able to do the things that we are doing, right? So more you know, productive or more present or you know less busy or less stressed and so on, right? So what is missing to have more enablement, right? Why uh, still? I mean, even if it's a raising uh, topic, if uh, you know in the World Economic Forum they said like one of the first five uh, skills for the future is mindfulness and so on, but still it's not uh, you know the mainstream for the moment, right? I'm still considering that is a kind of a minority within any single company with people that are willing to dedicate time maybe every day. So what do you think is missing to, to make it more uh, popular? Wow. So that is a challenging question, but I do have an opinion. So, I mean, I guess I always have an opinion. Um, it is funny because like everybody has had their own experience of mindfulness, right? And sometimes even just the word mindfulness, it's like, ugh, ugh, why is this getting pushed on me and blah, blah, blah. And so, yes, mindfulness is good. And even that person that's had that strong reaction, I hate mindfulness or this is stupid or this is a waste of my time or why are they? That is like by showing up as a mindfulness practitioner, and engaging in that dialogue, even with the person and not judging them, that is what they need on their learning path. And so let me just be a little bit more clear. When I was teaching yoga, I remember I had this one, many students would come in, I'm only here because my spouse or my boyfriend said they were going to leave me if I didn't settle down. And I hate yoga and I hate the thought of sitting at the back of your classroom and I'm just going to sit there. And I'd be like, okay, great. That's great. Why don't you try it twice though? Because you may hate me as an instructor or you may be having an off day or I may be having an off day. Just promise to come back twice and see if you're different. All of those students almost unanimously would come back in six months after coming to class and they needed to be like, be okay with saying, I don't like this, you know? So to get back to your question specifically, I think what is needed to elevate the practice or the enablement of mindfulness at organizations around the world. One, as practice leaders, we have to wear the brand of mindfulness. How we show up is so important. Are we showing up in a relatable way to our audience? Are we showing mm -hmm. up on time? Are we using language or dialogue that makes it accessible? Mm -hmm. It's hard when you're passionate about sometimes. Sometimes you want to go to like the advanced practice or something. So how we show up is important. And I think part two, we need to keep showing up. 
Mm-hmm. We can sneak it in. I know it sounds kind of sneaky. Like we can sneak in the mindfulness. So if you have like a meeting and you want to like do mindfulness with people, you can say, hey, you know what? I think I just need to take a breath and collect myself. Give me 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we have to sh- be consistent in how we show up and we have to keep showing up. I think Lele and I were, we were doing some events and uh, we like, we bet each other, you know, don't use the word mindfulness. Anybody who says mindfulness during the, you know, <laughs> this event has, uh, owes everyone a beer. And I've been doing more, or there's been more asked for like, the real talks on mindfulness, the, the no bullshit talks about mindfulness. You know, it's just mm-hmm. getting all the, the fluff out of the way. <laughs> And what I like about Patrick is it's like we we need to be real. I mean, that was not a flattering story I told about walking out of a yoga class. But hey, like we go through things too. And and the more real and more human we can make this journey that we're all on together, whether we know it or not or recognize it or not, we're on this journey together, um, the more accessible I think it becomes for others. Cool. So let's uh, sneak a bit of mindfulness into our podcast as well. Like uh, any practice or anything you would like to lead us this week so for our listeners to to do something and learn something new about how to practice. Sure, I would love to. So thank you for that invitation. So I have really been all about my I am affirmation statements. And the reason why is because if we think about mindfulness in that third person observer of what's going on, you know, first we need to start with what's going on in our mind. And we have so many thoughts that are racing around. And if we're giving any given thought, we'll just call it like free rent in our headspace that doesn't align with who we want to be, then we need to like acknowledge that thought, like move it out and create some space for the right positive affirmation. So if you think about it, the I am affirmation, nobody else in the whole world can make an I am statement for you. Only you can say I am and embody that. So to do this practice, I'm going to ask everybody just to come into a grounded space and we'll go through a little bit of breathing to get centered and then I will repeat three statements and you can just say them silently if you want to say them out loud that's great if you want to take a piece of paper and write them out that's fine too but for now let's all get into our breathing and gently flutter the eyes shut maybe sweetly press the lips together and breathe in through the nose and out through the nose breathing in and breathing out I'll begin with the I am statement. I am worthy. I am powerful. I am open to receive. I am curious. I am curious and embrace change with curiosity. Keeping up with the breath, breathing in, breathing out. We'll go through one more round, repeating the I am statements. 
any other thought kind of pops up or resistance to these statements pops up, just note, note it and just breathe out the distraction. I am worthy. I am powerful. I am talented. I am open to receive. I am curious. I am curious and embrace change with curiosity. So returning to the breath. And then on a unified inhale, let's just breathe in the wisdom from our practice today. And on an exhale, let go whatever needs to be let go. Gently come back to the present moment. Making little micro movements, maybe rotating the wrists, maybe dropping the ears from shoulder to shoulder. And being gentle as you come back to the present. I am grateful. Thank you, Matt. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for sharing your practice. This was so fun. The chatty Kathy. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for sharing, uh, Marta, and thank you for, for the practice. I um, hope that uh, every of our listener enjoyed it or will try. You know, these practices are done in a way that you can always play, pause, and, you know, play it again the day after. And uh, and then maybe go to the past episode and do that tomorrow, right? So that's actually we, this is like, you know, a practice bank that you can always uh, enjoy, right? And uh, and I think this practice that, that Marta, you did is something that could be um, useful for many particular reasons, right? Just for finding your own energy uh, in the morning or before a meeting or before a hard conversation or when everything is so down that we really need to find uh, something that we, we can you know grab to to stand out from there. So in, in, in particular, this reason should be uh, something to, to be done, but also just for for loving each other, right? And be here and present. Okay, anything else you would like to share before we close? I just want to say thank you again for inviting me to into this dialogue and just send out a lot of gratitude and appreciation to IDMers and Kindrel communities, all of us in the mindfulness community. You have lifted me up. You have helped me re-remember a piece of me that is just so core and it's just such a privilege and honor to be practicing with all of you going forward. So thank you. Thank you so much. Marta. Thank you, Leila. Thank you everyone for listening and, and being all the best. Hear from you next time.